不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不不 You guys, I'm, I'm kind of proud of us. We got our first sponsor. We do. So,、uh, if, yeah, we actually、um, we contacted the fine folks、uh, over at Audible.、Uh, so, now if you go to audibletrial.com slash franchise unpacked, if you sign up for a trial, we get a kickback. Yeah. And,、uh, I mean, it is. Is, this, isn't, this wasn't meant to be the shameless plug. No, but、this、it kind of、like、turned out to be. Like, yeah, Might mean, as well do it now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you don't know, Audible is a fantastic、uh, site. You, it's all audiobooks. If you like reading, but you can't read. Like me, <laughs> go to Audible. Or if you got long car trips, it's yeah, just great.、Yeah. You know, they have an unmatched number of titles. It's just crazy. Any book you could think of, if you guys like that type of stuff, Uh, audibletrial.com slash franchise unpacked. Plug is over. Yes. We're here to talk about Stranger Things. We、today. are. We will put a link in, the, in, the, in our post. And yeah. Whatnot, yeah. So we actually have a, a guest in the studio,、uh, longtime listener, first time guest, Mike Lazarecki. What's going on? What's up? What's up, guys? How are you, Mike? Good to see you. Not too bad. How are you guys doing? You know, living the dream.、Right. Living the dream. We've worked with Mike on a couple of productions previously,、uh, including some of our own little. Strange things,、oh, as、yeah. it were.、Uh, little <laughs> horror doodads here and yeah, there. The, the, little strange my、stuff. short film, The Healers. Yeah.、Uh, a contest entry for Film Riot called. We'll put、uh, all these links. We'll post yeah, why them not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, we should.、Totally. Keep an eye out.、Um, so, yeah, so by the time you guys are listening to this, the new season of Stranger Things.、Uh, oh, by the way. Uh, if I sound like I'm dying today, it's because allergy season is still in full swing、It、and I am dying、happening. a little bit. <laughs> Now, does, does this episode will come out on the 5th of July? Yes. My、yeah. birthday. That's your birthday? Yeah, that, so it's my happy birthday, birthday, everybody. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. So, yeah, Stranger Things is coming.、Uh, for those of you listening, came out yesterday on、yep. the 4th. So, I'm,、uh, I'm so jealous of all of you future people who. I know, yeah, all the future people who probably already watched all eight episodes. <laughs> yeah. I believe it is an eight episode、uh, season、Perfect. like the other ones. Yeah.、Um, Actually, season two might have had a couple more episodes. Well, and as, as lame as it might be, Shelby and I already discussed it. On the 4th of July, we're just going to binge it.、Like、oh, I, yeah. That's going to be the whole day. Probably at midnight when midnight kicks around because we、yeah. have that day off work. So I'll be, yeah. So let's, before we dive into the whole you know, past, present, future,、um, Mike, what's your, like, what was your experience with Stranger Things? How'd you get introduced to it? What's your, what's your roller coaster here? So,、uh, you know, realistically, like my, my first experience with Stranger Things was I was not right off the bandwagon, right off, you know, right off the bat. Sure.、Um, it came out a couple of months before I heard about it. And oddly enough, I heard about it from a YouTuber,、uh, one of our. Really? Yeah, one of our favorites,、uh, Mr. Ryan Connolly from、oh, nice. Film Riot. Hey, And, yeah,、uh, Ryan, if you're listening to this. Come on the show. Be a part of the show. That'd be、We'd、pretty sweet. I'd love、yeah. to have you. I would have to be a guest on that one again, too. Yeah. I'd have to meet <laughs> that dude. Oh, for sure.、Um, but yeah, so he, he recommended it on、uh, one of his Monday episodes. 
and just said how good they, they were doing with like the cinematography and the story and everything. And, um, you know, at the time my wife and I were just kind of looking for the next show to binge. And, and I said, Hey, you know, they, I saw this recommendation for it and we watched the first episode and then managed to binge our way up to like episode nice. four that same night. And, and I think I watched it the whole season, I don't know, twice in yeah. two months. <laughs> I, it's truly, yeah. Mentioning binge watching. And I feel like that is over the last five years, everybody has kind of turned to that style of watching, but this show truly is the one of most recent memory that I was true. Like, yes, I will binge this. Yeah. Not just because of it's like, it's only, you know, our episode 40, 45 to 65 minute episode. So it's very palatable. You know, it's not, not like the last season of game of Thrones where you're like, Oh, right. this is like one episode a night. I think I can handle, but, um, it yeah it it truly just keeps you going. It's got those the good cliffhangers every episode. It's, yeah. It felt like how Dexter used to feel. Like I don't know if you guys watch Dexter, a little off topic, but they had a really good cliffhanger. No matter sure. how good the episode was, they hooked you right at the end. Right, always right. hooked you. What about my my uh, experience? Uh, kind of piggybacking off Mike's was the same. I I don't think it, it was pretty close to it coming out. And I remember a couple of people at work had started watching it. And they're like, you've got to watch the show on Netflix. You love the Dave. You'll love it. You love all that 80s stuff and yeah. all the video games and music and D and D. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. I remember watching the first couple episodes. My wife was at work and I watched the first couple episodes without her. And she got back and she was like, did you watch stranger things <laughs> without me? And I was like, I did, but I'll start it again. Cause I was right. like three episodes deep, but it was, yeah, it was sort of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, if I'm being 100% honest, you guys, I don't remember how I got started with it. I think out of no, I, I think I had heard the hype. You know, I heard people talking about this is a great show, you know, yada, yada. It's groundbreaking television for Netflix. Like, and it was, it was a big deal for Netflix right out of the gate. Um, well, and I, yeah, I, so I just decided to literally just pick it up and I, same thing, just like everyone else. I binged it. Yeah. Well, and I think that when, when it first came out, that first season didn't really get quite the level of, of hype that, it did later on. I like, I think it take, right. It was a little bit of a slow burner right off the bat. And then it just exploded. Uh, and for those of you who might not have watched stranger things or thinking about getting into it or not quite sure about what the plot is a little bit of a summary. It takes place in the fictional town of Hawkins, Indiana. Uh, and it start the first season begins early eighties. I think it's around like 82 or 83 is the idea. I think there's the biggest time gap between one and two. Uh, they're saying that season three will t- take place months after the end of season two. Really? It's I, in I, 85. It's, it's in 85. Yeah. yeah. And no. then the last season was like the beginning of 85, I guess. They said. No, they, it was so, supposed to be in 84. Was I it? Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. So it's like. How are they going to write in those Well, because they went to the spring dance. Yeah. So it must be. Yeah. That's the thing. So I guess. Yeah. I guess it did we, sort of start, I, pick right up. I think it goes right into it from what I've read. And I was surprised, Zach, you mentioned that with the because I thought they were going to do a couple year time jump, maybe like go to 86 or 87 because you've got kids aging. Yeah. Very. And it's tough very to deal with yet. Now, I mean, luckily, the kids, the young group of kids are I, it's that perfect like puberty age. So I think you can get away with, oh, he grew like four inches in the oversight. Right. Like that happens. Yeah. So they kind of lucked out in that sense. The older Unless kids. Unless you're me and then you're, you hit five, seven and you just coast. You just start yeah. growing things. For the rest of your life. Zach's yeah. been the same height yeah. since like seventh grade. That's true. It, it, that's, I mean, I wish it was a joke. But, no, I, I believe uh, but yeah. And then uh, and the older kids are fine because they're probably all, they're already in their twenties. Right. So they, yeah, they were yeah, I, think, I think the kid on, on Stranger Things that, 
probably is is doing the most drastic aging is Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, he's yeah. getting so tall. He looks nothing like he did yeah. in season one. He is, <laughs> he is getting so tall. He's yeah. like, he's got the lanky. You can tell he's like a lanky, yeah. skinnier guy. He, yeah. he is a young Dan Evident from Game Grumps. He, really? he looks exactly like him. It's weird. <laughs> and he was actually on Game Grumps. I don't know if you guys know. It was it was a oh, hilarious yeah. episode. Kid's funny. Oh, yeah. No, he, he is, is hilarious. Yeah, I've seen him in interviews. Uh, and then just, uh, yeah, it takes place in the 80s. Uh, it's very cool. It's a lot of reference of Steven Spielberg. They they really love those, even like uh, Carpenter films, all those, that 80s and yeah. the cult classics. Well, even the even the title, like the, the yeah. font for Stranger Things was pulled almost directly from the uh, from the title cover of Firestarter. Yeah, yeah. the Stephen so, King yeah, book. Yeah, so the, if you look at it, guys, if you look up the original cover, it's almost a direct. And it was way. actually it's, called Montauk. They yep. were originally yeah. called the series was called Montauk. It was going to take place on Rhode Island, which is a Jaws reference. Yep. That's where Jaws takes place. And they were going to do the surrounding like Providence, all that, not the nicer areas yep. of Rhode Island. But then they're like, you know what? I think they decided they're like, we can set it in a fictional town. We don't have to, we can quarantine a fictional town. You know, you don't, you're not setting it in a real location. So you never really have to worry about history. You can sure. really well, have fun with it. Do you it. know why they had it Montauk? Uh, besides the Jaws reference, no. So it was, uh, apparently there was in Montauk, there were conspiracy theories that scientists were actually working with like time and space sort of sure. like the know, manipulation. So that's, that was part of their inspiration for that. Yeah. And that, and one of the things along with that is that kind of ties into one of the legal issues that they had or potential legal issues they yeah. had. Um, I forget the guy's name, but one of these guys, uh, had a, a, apparently originally pitched a similar story, a uh, similar film uh, to the Duffer brothers and, in 2014. Yeah. And, yeah. and prior to stranger things coming out. And then he came back and basically said that they stole the idea for stranger things later on. Apparently that was thrown out in court because, or thrown out before it went to trial because even that guy saw that they had been working yeah. on similar stories yeah, I, based on those myths. I had just read about that. It actually in May this year. So a couple of months ago, yeah. it, he threw out the case, the guy, uh, the original de- um, defendant or not defendant, but the original guy claiming they stole his idea because they were able to provide proof from 2010 yeah. that they had already had these ideas sure. and concepts yeah. working. So. Well, and I mean, and the Duffer brothers, they pitched to over 15 yeah. different networks yeah. like before HBO finally, tossed yeah. them out. Showtime. Do you, do you guys know why they did? Did you guys read about, I, I don't know if I, I saw heard the because why. Of child, they didn't trust child led show. They didn't. Yeah. They yeah. didn't think that a child led show was going to work. Fools. And they, they said they wanted to, to have them either make it a kid's show or throw out the kids and follow Hopper and yeah. and like make that the main line of That's the, the silly. movie for the show. Because I mean, I, I fully believe that one of the references of the show is also like Twin Peaks, X-Files. Goonies. You get these. Yeah, Goonies. I mean, you get a lot of these which have adult like X-Files and, and Twin Peaks are very adult. Heavy. Oh, They're absolutely. very adult oriented almost but the thing is you've got goonies you've got et which is it's closer to even the beginning the very first thing we see in the very first episode of this show is the kids playing dungeons and dragons which is just a huge et reference right that's the very first thing we see those kids are when he calls them penis breath which which by the way for anybody (laughs) listening um as far as dungeons and dungeons and dragons goes i can't speak today 
Uh, they pulled a lot of references from that, clearly. The but, Demigorgon. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, even the Demigorgon was, that's an actual D&D character from, I think, 76. Yeah, yep. it's one of the so, like original monsters. Yeah, so, and those types of references are spread all throughout the My brother franchise. loved it. He called me a couple days after I started watching. He's like, oh, do you love it? Have you watched it? They play Dungeons <laughs> Dragons. Like, he, he was all about it. Yeah, it's, and yeah, it's just that, that's one of the things I love about the show is the child element of that whimsy. You see, they start running into a, what they call a demigorgon. They dub it that. Right. They, they bring their life experiences. They figure out how to traverse into, quote, the upside down because right. it's a concept sure. from Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, it's not, of course, it's just like, it's like, it's almost like the idea of why people came up with fairy tales in the first place. Stuff you right. cannot explain. Sure. So you've got to, like, ground it in your well, like, kind of arena. The, going back to that, that, that kind of child's perspective on, on how they have that, the discussions throughout the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got, those kids have different names for different areas around town that are yeah. like based on Lord of the Rings references yeah. and things, which would have totally been really, uh, really very, what is the word I'm looking for? Which is relevant for sure. that, that yeah. time frame, Especially the nerdy kids. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I'll, I think the three of us can probably relate to that mentality. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that, I was that kid on a bike, you know, running around and everybody was that kid on a yeah. bike. And that, that's, that, I think that's part of what I love about how relatable that group of kids is, is that's everybody's group of friends from, from that age right. group. Yeah. All the code words, you know, and minus it's the monsters. Yeah. Minus <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but, and that's another cool thing. We had discussed it in the child's play episode a couple of weeks ago that what a cool dynamic, especially of horror movies as well with children. It's so easy to be like, nah, you're, you're imagining things. Right. This isn't real. So you get that gaslight effect where the kids are like, no, you yeah. have to trust me. Right. And it's like, they're, they're trying to help their missing friend, like in the first season, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, Will's missing. So they're trying to help him. And so are the adults. And yeah. you, as an adult, you're thinking you're like, all right, kids get out of the way. We've yeah, got a missing person. Also not to interrupt. This is from here on out. Spoiler alert for yeah, first and to. second season. Absolutely. No, we, not yeah. everything's on the table. Yeah, we really have to. And it'll be light spoilers, but, um, but yeah, it, it, no, I'm going full board. Full, full <laughs> spoilers. Uh, it, it's just a great, how much that they reference and how much they just take from the eighties and the, all the right. movies and stuff. I just, it's a nonstop fest. You can just be pointing stuff out. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Even yeah. just, if you're looking, they do, they do uh, such a good job. Like Mad Men, for instance, did such, even every item on a bookshelf. Right. Is oh, absolutely. Of the time appropriate. It, it's, it's a, just a feast for the even guys. down to, uh, you know, business logos. I, yeah. I think like in town, they had like the radio shack logo is absolutely 100% the accurate season, to the time. The voting, all everybody who's voting yep. for which candidate, you know, all their the front yard stuff, Dukakis and all that. Yeah. You're like, this is crazy. I, yeah. and, and as far as I mean, this is only for the only number that I have is for the first season. Uh, but they only had about twenty two thousand bucks for props. Yeah. So they Are were you serious. Yes, yeah, so they were going on eBay. They were going to flea markets. It had um, to all be in the one house. The main house, like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, oh, I'm sure that they had so, to shuffle well, but, stuff around. I mean, yeah. But they also did some stuff like Hopper's trailer. That only cost the production team one dollar to get that trailer. I don't oh, know I how. It. But they, like, they were probably it was probably somebody who had dumped it off, right. or, or you know, foreclosed. So on it or I mean, whatever. I'm sure they spent that money wisely, but still, that's for those of you listening. Twenty two k for a props budget for a show that size is nothing, especially yeah. for like, the success. Really that, nothing. Oh yeah, that kind of scale with such vintage equipment too. You're trying to find things that are so exact. You yeah, know, you can't. Oh, yeah. Right. If one of my 
favorite things. If you've ever watched that 70s show, just to have it on. If they're all drinking any beers in it, it's wrong. Look at the beer cans. They're modern day beer yep. cans. That alone, like everything else on the show, does yeah. a very good job. But it's like a that is a sitcom, not like a. a you know, <laughs> Zach and I with the the filmmaker. Well, yeah, you too, Dave. Yeah. I mean, continuity. Yeah, right. It just, blows right. my mind it, how it can bothersome be, that it can, can be. Glaring. But, well, oh, speaking of that filmic continuity, so they this show was shot in digital format. I think they used red cameras. Yes, yep. and they they actually applied a real film stock filter good to all of their footage yep. to make it feel like it was actually filmed yeah i mean because you look at the intro and that intro looks like it's got tracking probably like you're oh, yeah. looking at a vhs like right, that effect right. it's awesome i love it uh and it's great if you get a chance if you haven't seen the trailer for season three yet they the mall commercial is phenomenal it is so good in, in that like era of yep. let's go to the mall because and <laughs> for those who don't realize the 80s were the time of the mall malls are kind of becoming like a dinosaur right. sure. the best like lakeside mall out in sterling heights is this just this compound of concrete oh, yeah. concrete yeah it's just this fossil man you know? i still remember going to summit place mall yeah. when it was still a thing yeah, yeah like just was, those big i might be a couple years older than you guys but but still you, you know, know we knew we knew the we're mall still culture, right in, the, mall right in that and, same range yeah. <laughs> but and like it was just i'm really fascinated to see where they go and another exciting thing i know we're, we're gonna kind of jump around because past present and future of this they're all so close together yeah. we're kind of living in all three stages yeah uh time is a flat circle they're everybody. all still readily available uh, yeah, yeah netflix has ruined any kind of chronological yeah. order for anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and we mentioned that uh, season three does take place in 1980, the summer of 85. Big time for Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. So I can't imagine there will, will there won't be some references. There's a in lot of fact, Star Wars references in yeah, there, too. Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. The Star Wars references. Yeah. Because Return of the Jedi had been in 83. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering if this season will involve time travel to some extent. Each season touches lightly on like they were dressed in Ghostbusters outfits and they're yeah, busting true. the ghosts. Right. Quote right. unquote. So there will be I'm wondering if the the upside down, if there will be a riff that they'll be able to even maybe do things like that. And because in not saying back to the future rules, they have sure. to go 88, but it'll be enough of a nice wink of a foreshadow. Yeah. Be like this could also you might see into the past. Well, let's stick to the present a little bit right now. What did we think of the second season? Were we just as happy with it? Um, I don't think it had quite as much of the magic of the first season, but I still really enjoyed it. Like I, I loved every second mm-hmm. of that second season. Um, I feel I, I feel like they did a really good job of introducing the new characters. I think that was one of their strongest areas. I agree. Yeah. It and it's tough to especially keep like that something going. They added the whole tunnel aspect. It was like a new sure. threat style, a bigger well, demi gorgon. Well, yeah. that's the thing is that I think that with the with the main antagonist monster in the second season. I feel like they didn't have, I don't know if they didn't have enough time to develop that monster out enough, but I, right. I really wanted more out of that mind flare. Is it why they added the little tiny one? The, the, well, no. they had like the demo dogs. See, the, the demo dogs, dogs. And that's the thing is I think that there's a lot of, there may or may not be a lot of uh, misconstrued information about the demo dogs. They're just young demogorgons. That's what I thought. Because right. that basically, and at least that's what I read from it is that, that thing that Dustin finds at the beginning of season two is just like, it's like a tadpole that becomes eventually becomes this full grown. Let's be honest. It was a little bit adorable when it was young. 
<laughs> Until it ate the cat. Yeah. yeah. Until it ate the cat. I thought that like... was the most adorable moment. <laughs> uh, it, well, it was funny, too, because at first I was like, are they going uh, like an aliens reference here with sure. this being like there are different forms. Uh, once some it lays an egg in you, chest bursts, right. becomes. But it kind of wasn't that vain. It was like it started off as a little slug thing and then grows quickly, yeah. very quickly. And I think that they're egg- humanoid. Thing. And I almost think that that was a, a kind of that wink at alien a mm-hmm. little bit. But at the same time, I I think that the demo dog were sort of maybe even some foreshadowing for some stuff we might see yeah. in season three, because okay. although the mind flayer was sort of the main bad guy in season two, I think that they dumbed down the Demogorgons too much with the demo dogs. I think there's more to come with yeah. that uh, because the the one from the original season was just too strong and too powerful for them to be to have hundreds of them and the, for them to all just die. Well, off. it was and that, I'm glad you brought that up back to aliens. It's like the very first alien movie. You just had the one alien and it was overwhelmingly powerful. It was to damn near unstoppable. They did not yeah. know how to stop it. By the second one, 52 years later in right. the alien franchise, you have space Marines <laughs> that you can then throw hundreds and make it awesome at that level. Sure. So it is almost it's like they're building to it. And now that the adults are in with it, with the kids, yep. they're all on the kind of the same level, even though they're like they don't want the kids in danger. But at the same sure. time, it's like they're also knowledgeable about this. Right. So it's kind of like they are creating an army. I bet we're going to see an assault on this mall. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah. And I, I think based on some of the stuff that I've seen just a few frames through the trailer, I think we're going to see what is we're, we're going to see how these things affect people. I think we're going to see some people maybe turn into monsters. Oh, interesting. I, well, have ooh. you guys seen the newest? I mean, it'll be old by this by the time you guys hear this. But a few days ago, there was a new trailer that yeah. dropped. Oh, I and I think I, seen it. I have oh. a theory as to how that's going to play out. At least I think I have a theory with that. I, there's there's a couple of things that are shown in the trailer specifically with the character Billy from season two, you know, he's the, right. new, he's the new a-hole that the nobody bullet, likes. Yeah, yeah. The mullet, mullet, yeah boy. mullet boy. Exactly. The guy who listens to too much Metallica and uses too much cologne, uh, <laughs> and is trying to Me seduce Mike's school. mom. Right. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I think that, I think he gets bitter stung or something. And I have a feeling that he, I almost wonder if he may be one in the same of the that monster at the end of the trailer. Ah, interesting. Well, because yeah. I mean, if that you look thing at like looks, Will, I mean, he was kind of possessed by. I have a lot of theories about him too. Yeah, yeah. Will's a carrier. Or yeah, some, or he I was. think he's he's a the natural version of what Eleven is. I think that's why they're after him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a theory that that other people are using online as well. At least I've I've seen a little bit of that as well, but. I've kind of thought that since the beginning of season one, because why would that thing be so attracted to him? And, and how did he survive in the upside down for so long, for so long days and and managed to be able to come back. And then in season two, yet again, the mind flayers after him. So there's something going on with Will. And that obviously, yeah. (laughs) And I think there's more to it than that too, because I don't know if you guys know this, but about season two, there was a little bit of a rewrite with the way that Will's character interacted uh, specifically with, with Sean Astin's character originally, originally another great thing about the show, the cam, the casting Sean Astin, uh, the the scientist from the, I forget his name from mad about you, but he turns out actually to be a decent, um, but he was in aliens. He's the piece of crap in aliens. What is it? Paul (laughs) Reiner. Yeah. Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Reiser. Yes. Yeah. So it's a lot of great eighties casting. Well, yeah. And it, it really is. And it's, it's, all of those cameos or those casting 
it's all winking at those other movies. Yeah. Right. Sean Astin with the Goonies. Yep. Paul Reiser with the alien. You know, I, I, I'm sure we're going to see somebody who was in a Stephen King movie somewhere along the line. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, so going back to, to Will for a second, I think that, um, I remember reading, or I think it was maybe on the beyond stranger things. They talked about how originally Will's character in the scene where, where Bob Sean mm-hmm. Astin's character and he are in the car and Sean Astin's telling him how to kind of overcome those fears. Originally, Will was supposed to kill him. Oh, really? Yes. He was. So they had to like rewrite this whole thing. And I, I mean, if I'm mistaken, Please shoot me over the internet, not for real. But, <laughs> but I remember, yeah. I do Send remember seeing that on one of those Beyond Stranger Things things where they they had originally written it for him to be possessed by the Mind Flayer and to physically take action at that point, and Will was supposed to be the one to kill Bob. I'm well. That's kind of curious to bring that up. I'm wondering if that itself is a shining reference almost because it's like Maybe. a little boy with a ability, the shine, an older gentleman. Remember, I don't know if you, Doc, in The Shining, the uh, gentleman who comes, uh, the older black guy, <laughs> gentleman who comes in the snow machine later, he can hear yeah, The Shine. Yeah. He also has. So and right. he keeps trying to give Danny advice, sort of. Mm. So I'm wondering, maybe at one point, Which, Bob might have had that. Not, I don't want to digress too much here, but did you guys see the trailer for The Shining sequel? Oh, yeah. Dr. Sleep. I did not. It looks amazing. Ewan McGregor is playing Danny Torrance. Oh, that's going to yeah. be dope. I yeah. am looking forward it's to seeing that. Cool. It looks very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, with uh, one other kind of thing I was thinking about with the mall, a rumor has it, and this is just kind of like a conspiracy theory, but sure. so many malls popped up in the 80s because they were actual hidden missile silos. We it, During our war or Cold War with Russia, Nuclear silos went up all over the country huh. and malls being large, flat, oh, were okay. actually like basically silo caps yeah. that underneath a lot of malls. It is rumored that that's why maybe they were that's so why they haven't done sort of anything with Summit Place yet. I'm yeah, yeah. right. You know, <laughs> you never know. And it's uh, I'm wondering if the mall is being used in the season three for government as well, because wasn't the government facility in season two is probably pretty wrecked after the. Oh yeah, it more was so than after the first season. Pretty right? beat up, and it, and I think yeah, that I think actually, they shut it down. I they think they shut it down, down yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if the mall is going to become. It'll be like a Raccoon City, like everything's good up on top, and then underneath. Right. And so. Speaking of Raccoon City, I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch, but um, some of the design elements for Stranger Things were actually inspired by Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you look at that fog and those kind of spores in the air, sure, uh, it was okay. totally Silent Hill. I'm wondering. Uh, I know they film it in Georgia. Uh, Netflix is now no longer filming in Georgia. Uh, oh, they yeah. still have at least, they said that the series we're kind of going in a little bit of the future, um, uh, will end after four or five. It will not go past the fifth season. My understanding saying. is that they are signed on for five seasons. Yeah. That, so, that like, no matter what it will, at least we're going to get one. I also more. think I, I think I read that the Duffer brothers didn't want to let it go any further than that too, because they weren't sure they'd be able yeah. to legitimately push it that far. I wouldn't want them to. I don't think, especially with like what we're talking about kids growing up. Yeah. We're about to see uh, what is it? It's going to be the senior year for all the high school students or no, no, I think that the, are they younger scene? So, um, like Nancy and Steve, Jonathan, yeah, and Steve, Steve. Steve's already graduated. So Steve's a year. He's got a summer job. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. College. Steve's not going to college. um, So there's nothing wrong with that. 
Yeah. So, so Nancy and Jonathan, I think graduated at the end of last season, basically, I think if I get the time right. Um, so I think what Mike and Dustin and the kids, the rest of those kids are, I think are juniors, sophomores or juniors in high school. Probably sophomore. Okay. Cause they, that makes sense. Cause I, I think, think sophomore that, would, cause yeah, it was like, they're probably their freshman dance. Cause I think they were, they were in something. junior high in the first season. Yes. You so, know what? They it could have been yeah one of those junior highs to ninth grade situation. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I think and what we're seeing is the summer of graduation for Nancy and Jonathan. So right. it's all the seniors out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then yeah, Steve. Steve's had his job at the <laughs> right. Orange Julius or whatever it is. Right. Uh, and kind of getting into the future of the franchise, uh, there was a little bit of a present. There was a video game. Uh, uh, it was like an eight bit yeah, kind of like for, a fun, the iPhone, right? kind of perfect idea. You yeah, know, you yeah. set it, you know, it was fun. Game. I, I didn't beat it, but it was fun a little RPG or something or it was like a, it, it was kind of like, it was a game boy like side scroller. Yeah. Like I'm not a huge gamer, but I downloaded it and tinkered around. Yeah, with it's it. fun. Okay. I think, I think I kind of got to a point where I was like, sweet, I'm going to delete that. Cause it's taking up space on my phone, but it was too, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the future, what do we want to see in this season three? I think personally, it's like more of the almost everybody revealing the secret. And then at the very end, it's all wrapped up. Sure. Neat I think, and tidy. I think for me, I really want to see, I want to see more of the relationship between the characters develop because they've done a lot with the powers and the, the monsters. I want to see character development and I, I obviously I want to see the powers and the monsters and all that, but sure. I would like to see, I, I kind of wish that the third season was the last one. I would love to see a resolve. Um, in a way I kind of agree with you sort of, but I think that there's similar with season two where I was a little disappointed that they couldn't dig into that, that monster a little bit more. I think that they they have so many kind of rich ideas. I don't know if you can end it in season three, although I don't disagree with you. Right. But um, I got to be honest. I think that in season three, I think they almost have to have somebody from the main character line die. Yeah, we got to pull Empire Strikes Back. I think somebody somebody big's got to go. And I I I almost think it's got to be another situation like with season one where everybody freaked out because Barb died. Yeah. Right. Um, But I think that this is going to end up being a main character, maybe not one of the main, main kids, but I think somebody who's tied pretty closely with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dustin or Lucas level almost. I don't know if the, I don't know if it'll go quite to that That point, but I could see like a Steve or even Nancy or or Nancy or Jonathan. Um, but it, it almost looks like Will's in the thick of it again, based on the, the trailers too. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I mean, how many times can this kid deal with this crap? Exactly. (laughs) Before he's toast. I was just thinking about how we were talking about the rules and the powers and stuff. I do want to, you know, you can't lose that. You can't lose the, the monsters and then the battle of that. I really kind of hope they don't. There was a lot in the tunnels now that I'm remembering in season two, not saying just as a setting, but like figuring out the rules of traversing into the sure. uh, upside down is, is always kind of a major plot. And well, I understand I for the first that, season. Yes. The but, second season was that was a main part because it was bleeding into it was, our world. And that was so, the cool part. I love so, the bleed. But However, think, how are they it took a while. That? It took so long to finally like they kept going into the tunnels and get yeah. lost in the tunnels. And I was like, OK, cool. I'm wondering if there will be if they're going to even reference if the tunnels are now if that's gone. Right. If there's another way it's bleeding. I in. actually think that there might have been some 
something really gently referenced at the end of season two, where they basically said they were tying up loose ends. So that was being filled up. I bet they were. Yeah. Filling yeah, them up, burning but, them or whatever. But here's, I have a question for you guys. Do you guys have any theories as to how, how this is all going to start to kick back up again? Because 11 closes the, the gateway. So wasn't at the end of season two, don't we see the, the school dance flip upside down and then yeah, the, and the, the mind, mind flares like there right again. over the school. So, Number one, I wonder if they're going to bring that monster back. I hope they do, because I think there's more story behind that monster. Experimenting under the mall. But there's clearly something else going on in this season. I think, I mean, did you guys have any ideas? Because I, I, my guess is that she, when she kind of closed that rift, that she locked him into our side. Okay. Like that he just wasn't gone. I'm almost wondering, yeah, if it's. If it's just going to be more government chicanery, like you, you don't think that like after two debacles, the government's going to be like, let's leave that alone. Clearly, See, you know, right. it's I that think, idea of the government can't stop meddling. What about you, Mike? What are you thinking about for the next maybe three and four? Like what you would like to see three happen and then maybe bleed out? All right. Well, I guess I think with season three, some of the stuff that I think needs to kind of happen is there either needs to be some further development with the mind flayer where that monster gets to kind of flex a little bit more and, and really kind of give people, I mean, I know it really gave 11 a, a run for her money at the end right. of season two, but the fact that it was just kind of hovering there over the school, yeah, it's, I, I kind of feel like, all right, this thing has a lot more to give, you know? Right. And right. then, uh, yeah, if the you Death know, Star just kind of hovered around and didn't shoot, you'd be like, right. oh, it's yeah, a big old moon. Yeah, <laughs> like, what are big, we doing here? That's a big, slow, boring, a big, big slow, gray thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 I never thought of it that way, that the you, mind flare was just well, kind of chilling. It was yeah. still in the Upside Down, right? Yeah, it was, but but it was like it knew exactly where she was. Right. It was just sitting there waiting for an opportunity. But I I do have another theory about that. We were talking a little bit about I asked you guys kind of how you thought maybe this was going to kick back up because she sealed the gate back up. So at one point at the beginning of season two, when she comes back out of the the upside down and she goes to try to find Mike. And this is before, you know, this is kind of like the, the flashback to season one. She kind of tears her way through this opening in the in the like kind of goo wall of yeah. the upside down. Gross. But yeah. on. Right. But, <laughs> but there was wall. never any reference to that hole being sealed back up. So I'm oh. almost wondering if that ends up being part of the reason why that bleeds back in. The demi dog that Dustin gets, where did that pop up from? Was that the one that it was in Will his trash can coughed up? It was just there. Well, and it may have been. It's it's kind of foreshadowed that that's. Do we think it could be an alien's eggs? Eggs have been laid. There could be yeah, a crap that, ton of demi dogs under that mall. The only argument I would put to that know. was the the fact that as soon as she closed that gate, the mind flayer lost control of all of them and they all died instantly. Mm. Oh, so, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's right. So, it's like the gate has to be open for anything to function in right. our reality as well. And I do like a little bit of the, the goo wall, I think is a Ghostbusters reference from ectoplasm. Right. Being like yeah. if there is a rift in dimensions, it will leave a tangible, usually right. a goo, which is yeah, very sure. Cool. <laughs> and I think that's the other reason why I said earlier that I think they dumbed down the Demogorgon too much because there, although there was the main gate in season one, that thing was able to come through wherever the hell it wanted. Yeah, like pop through their house wall. Right. Almost so, on Winona. so number one, the only reason I say that 
I still think that Will has something big to do with this because it only popped through. Well, no, because it came through in the school. He could be the constant opening that keeps allowing yeah. things to happen. He has the one crack in the fissure in reality. Yeah, maybe that he keeps is causing the rifts. Maybe he is the long term. Maybe he becomes the villain. Yeah, he's like a little weird compass. Oh, we went <laughs> way off track with that, but I think that's so. I, 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 I kind of have two closing questions for you guys. Okay. I think they can be knocked out in one fell swoop. First one is a big yes or no. Do you want to see a Stranger Things movie eventually? Second thing is, would you guys want to see like a real full fledged video game? Why or why not? So let's let's start with let's start with you, Mike. Let's see what you think. Uh, I would say no to the feature film, um, mainly because I think that in in the way that it's being made, it needs to be left the way it is, because it, it, if they push it to a feature film, I think they'll be stretching any story they can get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then as far as a video game goes, I could see it being a big open world with two different versions with the upside down and the normal and the yeah. related. It could be a really fun Kinda game. Like a Zelda make, link between worlds, but I don't know how you would pull that off in a way that, that makes sense for Anything more than kind uh, so of a fun one for I, a little I, while. I think for me, I agree. I, I think probably no on the movie, but I think for a game, it could totally get away with like uh, that game Prey that came out where it's like mm. four or five players that are versus, you know, they're against one monster and kind of make the teams that way. Make it an online game. You know, at that point, just make it a fun world exploring. Like it would actually, might, it might be kind of cool if you could do a multiplayer thing that like you could kind of create your teams or whatever and play your own multiplayer. And oh, yeah. And you could like pick somebody could say, all right, I want to be the monster. Yeah. And you guys are all well, it's funny if, <laughs> as you create your, your group, it could be slightly D and D character sure. rules. Yeah. It'd be fun, a little fun. Not uh, as far as I also agree with no on a movie, uh, like you would be stretching a season's worth of story into a maximum two, two and a half hours, which I is unless it was like they decided for the final season, the last episode's like an hour and a half long. Yeah. And I guess, in in the back of my mind, I keep thinking that, you know, we're, we're kind of right on the edge of a huge shift in the way media works. Yeah. Because yep. Disney, <laughs> I think you're always going to have, well, I think it's going to become Disney versus Netflix. Yeah. Because you're always going to have the cinema, the theater, the big movie theater that you go to and watch the giant screen. Sure. But I think that because with these big series on the streaming services, you can get filmmaking like full-blown cinema quality movies that are nine hours long right yeah. and you can binge them For all at how, once. A, a, a percent of the cost right like we just said twenty two thousand. well not necessarily because right. not to digress but altered carbon is the most expensive production ever made that is true but that was a killer show it was <laughs> but uh but yeah so so I think that, that you're going to see that that shift kind of continue to yeah. really play back and forth. Well, and we, we want to hear what you guys think as well. I mean, we're we're at the end of our time here today, but uh, shoot us an email. Drop us a line on Instagram, Facebook. Let us know what your thoughts are. What, what do you guys want to see? Well, by this time, you will have seen season three. What do you want to see out of season four? What do you want to see out of a, a video game, potential movie? What are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. Send in those ideas. Also, check out that Audible trial. That's audibletrial.com slash franchise unpacked. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to help us out great. 
Uh, but uh, check us out on Instagram. Make sure you share. Subscribe. We have a bunch of new subscriptions on iTunes. Yep. It's great. Uh, everything's helping out. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and real quick plug: uh, my Instagram is at the Zach Rogers. My Instagram is at the Dave of Wonders. And my Instagram is at Mike Lazarecki. So make sure you guys check us out, and we will be seeing you, beautiful nerds, next week. Take care, everybody. Take it easy, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Alien. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.